Hello, Warriors. How are you guys doing this evening? This is Latrice Carter with Horror Movie Warriors. And today is uh, uh, Friday, June the 2nd. We are in June, guys. Summer is starting. And my summer schedule is starting for Horror Movie Warriors. And we are in season 28. Can you guys believe that? Season 28. And we are going to keep going until season... 150. (laughs) This is is so great, guys. I love doing this podcast. And there are so many things that are happening for Horror Movie Warriors. I just, I, I, I love it. I love it so much. And tonight, I am with my fab, well, two of my fabulous admins. Um, for the group page, and I, I, I did, one of them has not been on here for a very, very, very long time. So we are celebrating Mark Lee. <laughs> we are celebrating you, Mark. Yay! Uh, and you guys know and love her, my right hand woman, Miss Ingrid Hubert. We're celebrating hey you today too, Miss Ingrid. <laughs> and me and Miss Ingrid had a ball at Texas Premier Weekend last weekend, guys. It was so great to hang out with Miss Ingrid. Uh, Miss Ingrid, tell the tell the listeners what we did last weekend. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my lord! I tell you, we had such a blast um we met so many wonderful people we met christopher collette we met um alex winter yes and i mean and the the the, like the, the the most fabulous and i know i'm probably forgetting some but i'm just still awestruck by Felissa rose I am too. I, I cannot believe that Miss Latrice was the first time that she got to meet her. It was. Okay, let me tell the story, okay? Okay. Uh, okay, so Miss Felissa Rose has always, she's always at Texas Friday Weekend. Um, I heard that she was there, you know, for uh, 2016 or something, but it was either, it was one of those years that I had, I had not even gone to uh, Texas Frightmare Weekend until 2018. Well, she wasn't there that year, but she was there 2019. And I was not able to get to her table because I had ran out of money. Quite frankly, oh, I had ran out of money. I, I, uh, I had uh, seen um, Alex Vincent. I had seen, um, uh, what's that girl's name? Oh my gosh. Um, the, the girl who plays his foster sister on Child's Play 2. Uh, Christina Lee. I saw her um, that year. I I went and saw uh, Miska Burton from the OC. Uh, and um, there was somebody else that I met too, but uh, I could not get to Felissa Rose. And then, and, uh, 2021 she was there but I again I did not reach her table because I didn't have any money money 
that was when the cast of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 was there. And I love Nightmare on Elm Street 4. I mean, that's my favorite Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street movie. Yeah. And so I had, yeah. I had to, had to, had to meet Lisa Wilcox. And that's what I did. I met Lisa Wilcox. I met um, uh, Toy Newkirk, the girl that plays um, Sheila on, on yeah. Nightmare, Nightmare 4. Um, and there was somebody else that, oh, oh, um, uh, the girl that played, the woman, she's not a girl anymore, she's a woman, that plays um, uh, uh, Lori's friend, Linda, I mean, not Linda, um, uh, uh, Annie, Annie, I went, uh, she played Annie on Halloween, I, I met her, and uh, I ran out of money. And uh, then... Yeah. Oh, oh but, but, but you did meet uh, Ken, uh, Ken Sagos. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I met Ken Sagos yeah. last year. Now I forget if I forget if Felisa Rose was there last year. I didn't think so, that she was. I don't think that she was there last year. I don't remember her being. I don't yeah. remember her being. Well, wait a minute. Um, I believe she was because I think I took a picture with her last year. No, no, it was at um. No, no, I'm gonna take that back. That was a cult classic. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, and yeah. And I see her at Bell County, the Bell County Expo. Oh, see, I don't know. It, I have got to get to that cult classic. I really do. Uh, but yeah, uh, so this year, this year I said, you know what? I am going to get Felicia Rose. I'm going to get her before I run out of money. And uh, uh, she wasn't there on Friday. But and then on Saturday, her darn line got capped off. So me and Miss Ingrid came up with the plan. Since Miss Ingrid could walk to the convention because her hotel room was right there. I mean, literally right there, like right. feet away. And so Miss Ingrid went there as soon as they opened up, got into her line. She calls me. I'm said, I said, Miss Ingrid, Miss Ingrid, we are on our way get there and she's close but not too close but she's close and so I get in the line and I finally meet Felissa Rose Yay. yes and she was such a sweetheart such a sweet lady oh my god we had such an emotional moment too. oh my yes yes I'm like Miss Ingrid if I had makeup on, I'd be mad at you because you're making me cry, ma'am. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was such a most, and Felissa was so beautiful and wonderful. Oh my gosh, she was so full of energy. She's like, and she, the first thing she did, Mark, the first thing she did was give me a hug. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, she she's like just she just hugged me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would take that hug and then we talked a little bit and then she hugged me again and then we yeah. took our pictures and then she hugged me again. She hugged me three times, but she the, she doesn't know that I'm a hugger too, okay? I love to hug people. <laughs> that makes it all yeah, worth Miss Latrice was enjoying I mean you should you could if you could have seen her face, oh my lord, it just my heart was just, I was so happy for you. My cup I mean, run is over, is all yes. I can say. Yes. My cup run is over. Okay, guys, so let's get crack into this movie that we're <laughs> talking about th- this evening. 
Guys, we are talking about Children of the Corn, the 1984 version, the very first Children of the Corn movie. Yeah. That's Bond. All of these sequels. Oh my gosh. I wonder what Stephen King thinks about that. I do. I wonder what he thinks about, you know, Children of the Corn just going on. I mean, they are on number 20 right now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> With the remakes and all that. I mean, corn. there's like two remakes. I mean, I think the only movie that has to pass Children of the Corn might be Hellraiser. Might. Yeah, I think so. I well, no, that. I take that back. It might be Saw now, because Saw is, um, they're doing Saw X, which is Saw oh, 10 wow. in October. Wow. So, I didn't even know that <laughs> so, one. Yeah, yep. And they're bringing back Jigsaw, I believe. I think they're bringing him back. I have listen. I have no idea. I, I think right now they're just grasping at straws for you know for like scares or anything. What they should do is, is just show the classics, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do that, I, mean, I think I, I you guess know, a combination, think... a combination of all the movies with him talking. You know, yeah. I think, you know, my mindset is a little bit different because I love the classics. I love the 80s movies. I cannot help it. We just got done talking about this before we even started doing the podcast. I love the 80s movies, which my listeners should already know. And so go, go, I go think... Back, go back to the, uh, to the video store days. Yes, that's exactly what I think. That. Stop, Mark, I that. Oh, well, you know what? You know what I would do if I had, if I owned a movie theater or a drive-in, because Lord knows I love to drive-in. Oh, I think oh, they yeah. ought to bring those back. But if I had a theater and or a drive-in or both, I would just play all the classics. I, because there is people, there are, uh, you know what? I am sure that there are people like me who just love the 80s and oh, 90s yeah. movies. You know, the 80s and 90s. Those were the, I mean, those were the heyday movies, you know? Yeah, they were. Uh, you know. I'm an OG, man. I'm an OG. Yes. Yes. And, and let's bring those back. Let's love on those. You know, let's um give you know, the older actors and actors, because, uh, you know, people from that day, I mean, they're, they're getting older, right? They're getting older, right. and and half of them are not even working like that anymore. Oh, yeah. The no, conferences is how they make their money, you know? And so I think, I think let's just get back to that. Let's give them something that they can leave their families, you know, because they, they're not getting any younger, they're getting older, and, you know, they're passing away. They're, they're, people are leaving us, you know. Thank you for that, you telling me how my days are numbered. Miss <laughs> 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 Ingrid. <laughs> 
Touche. Girl, please. Like, I, I think you're, you're like, uh, at, conve- uh, at conventions and stuff like that. The celebrities from, from that generation always have the longest lines. They and do, even, yeah. And, 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 and even the, uh, the, you know, this generation, you know, and people younger than us, they're actually, you know, watching the heck out of these movies and meeting these people. You know, they, they're even attracted to it. There, there's just something magical about that time period that uh, I wish it would come back, but I, I don't think it can be rep- replicated. Uh, replicated. It can't. It can't. Yeah, can. can. uh, can. I'm yeah, sorry. I agree with you, Mark. I agree. And the only reason why it can't be replicated is because us as people aren't letting it be replicated yeah right and 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 being that it's in that time frame who thought who would have thunk it that it would have been a cult after so long you know those movies to be brought up and those actors to be revered mm-hmm. because they they who they never thought it would be something like this never no. never no. I, I you know uh, i bet if we talked to courtney Gaines. He would say, "I did not think that." I, he, he probably thought he was just doing a movie. He, he, he thought that he oh, was yeah. just playing an evil kid in a movie, yeah. having yeah. fun, having fun, you know. And it, he didn't think that he would be, you know, this big. You know, I'm sure. Right. I'm sure. No, nobody thought that. I mean. It's, I thought it was just, reg, you know, good old regular fashion fun, you know, at that time watching the movies blossom. Right, you know, Being, getting scared. I hear the Texas Frightmare, I hear about it, and I'm like, what? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Really? <laughs> and, 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 uh, most of those uh, movies were low budget. So, they you, were. Know, you know, yeah. of course they didn't think it was going to take off, but they did it for the for the love of filmmaking. I think that's what's missing today. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, the simplicity it, of it. Yeah, you know, it, it's it, it, feel, it feels forced. It know? does. And, it does. Uh, you look at it and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm not understanding there's, there's some Tubi movies that I just cannot watch because, not because they're scary and not even because they're demonic. Because they don't act right. Yeah, I'm they like, don't. I can act better than this, and I can't even act. Yeah. Okay. And, and see, one thing I like to look for is, can you relate to the characters? Are, are you going to feel bad if they, you know, get killed off? Right. You know, right. If, and if, that's if, another if, thing, Mark. Uh, the writing is oh, off. Yeah. The writing really? is off. And it's because a lot of times they have a lot of different writers doing it, doing one movie. Yeah, so they're right. kind of piling all their little ideas together, and a lot of times comes out make not making any sense. Yes, no, a lot of times. I mean, study, studying characters anyway, the way that I do, and I look at it, and I have to get down deep into it. I can't just look at it at face value and surface. No, I have to go deep and, and understand the reason why mm-hmm. and see how I would feel as the character and how the character would feel as oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Right. You know, if, if you go through the whole movie and you're like, I don't really care about any of these people, I, I hope they all die. Uh, right. You know, 
and then by the time the movie's over, you're probably not going to watch it again. You know? I know I'm not. There, 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 there's no character development. You know, it's just, you know, they're, exactly. trying, they're trying to rush the story. They're trying to get to the good stuff real quick, which makes the writing suck. Yep. It does. Yeah. The direction of the movie sucks. The characters, it just pretty much all of it sucks. I it do does. think, I do think that the book, Boogeyman is going to be good. I do too. I the new too. movie I that came out today. I do, uh, I, at least that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's going to be good. Here's one thing I can say about pretty much any Stephen King remake, because you know the Boogeyman is also Stephen King. I also think it's a nice show. Yeah. The the remakes are always closer to his original story. Yeah, always. Carrie 2002 was more was actually stuck to the book. Uh, right. The Shining, right. The Shining, 1996. Salem's Lot. Yep, Salem's Lot. Pretty much anything, any remake of Stephen King is actually going to be closer to his story, make the movie actually better than the original. And, yep. and that's right. pretty even much the, the only instance that that happens in. Right. Oh, even, even the stand. The stand. Yeah. Well, I heard the you know, stand wasn't that good. The new, the new stand. I heard that no, wasn't. No, not. That good. I'm talking about the old stand. I oh, the 1994. The oh yeah, that one was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. They didn't even need to remake the stand. Actually, in no, my they opinion, they they, they just had to. They just needed needed to leave that one alone. But yeah, yeah, and yeah. the. the I like the character flag in that, even though he wears too much denim. You know uh, what? Yeah, You're not the yeah. only one. You're not the only one. Actually, my pastor, <laughs> Pastor Kevin Stevens, actually really likes flag. <laughs> I'm like, what you doing liking the flag? <laughs> right. Right. Oh, gosh. Well, let me hop on into the questions, guys. Uh, what is, who, I'm sorry, who is your favorite character? And children of the court. And Mark will uh, go with you first. Who is your favorite character? I would say Joby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always liked him. Always did. Kind of reminded me of myself when I was a kid. You know, minus the whole <laughs> kids killed my parents type thing. Right. But, you yeah. know, <laughs> he's always sitting yeah. around doing something and seeing what other people are doing. And, yep. You know, yeah. I relate to him. <laughs> And how about you, Miss Ingrid? Who was your favorite character? Same one, Jody. I mean, he was very interesting. It was always into, you know, like like Mark said, always into stuff. You know, curious. You know. To... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a bit mischievous, um, Jody was. Yes, a very uh... mischievous. Um, okay, I have two actually characters that I really liked. One was Joseph. I really liked his character, even uh, though yeah. even though we didn't really get scenes, but, yeah. yeah, we didn't yeah. really get to see much of Joseph, you know, because he does yeah. get killed. You know, my that yeah. poor baby. That but but I liked that he knew that he had to try to get away. He knew yeah. that he would probably that if they caught him that he would die. They knew, he knew that, you know, before. It was the chance he that he was willing to take. It was the chance that he was willing to take, and I like that. 
Uh, but yeah. my other favorite character was Sarah, uh, yeah. Joby's yeah. sister. Yeah. I loved Sarah. I I I loved I loved her. Uh, I I I know that she probably could be a, annoying to somebody else, but I really loved her. I thought that she was so cute, so adorable, and just I, I just loved her character. I loved that she had the sight. You know, yeah, she, she drew did. pictures that were very prophetic. Those, those, you know, those, they, those pictures that she drew. Yeah, she showed she showed what was going to happen. You know. For some reason, God, God, not not their God, not the children of the corn God, but God, God, the one true right. God that I believe gave her that. You know, I do believe, right. I do believe that God gives people gifts. You yep. know, I do believe and, that, and too. I do believe that that some people do have, uh, they they could just know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I, I don't believe in, in um, psychics, or um, I, I don't believe in um, uh, like wizards or wizardry or anything like that. Sorcery and whatnot. Right, right. But I do believe that God does. You know, uh, like I like I just said, people give gifts. Yeah. Yes. Yes, intuition, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to call it, I really do think that God does give people gifts. That's yeah. just that's just my you know that's my personal belief. Yeah. All right, so Miss Ingrid, who is your least favorite character? And I bet you we all have the same answer. <laughs> Malachi. <laughs> I could not stand Malachi for even if I if I could spit mm-hmm. I I hey <laughs> you, you know he was just he always questioned Isaac man mm-hmm. always 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 you know, and I'm like man Isaac is he's got to fight too and he don't need to question what he asked you to do, you know, <laughs> yeah. do your job and, and 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 stop being a pain in the butt. You know? So we call it, he, uh, he's a liability. Yes, he is you a know. big liability. <laughs> you know, I, 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 at the beginning of the movie, I just wanted to smack him. Well, oh, you yeah. can tell where it was heading, though. You can tell mm-hmm. that, you can tell, tell that Malachi was, he was like, I can do this better than you. Yeah, right. I was like, you go down dirty something or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark, who is your least favorite character? I'm going to have to go with uh, the old man. He oh, evidently, really? because he evidently, you know, when he's talking to the corn after uh, his dog runs off kind of hits on that, that you know he didn't tell him nothing and that he kept his bargain like always so he's been right. leading people to Gatlin yeah, and yeah. they've been letting yeah. him live in return he, he, he's a sellout and he to my opinion got what he deserved yeah he yeah. did you're right he did because like I said living in the Gatlin and you know and, yep. you know just you know, 
Yep. You know, I, I, I wanted to choke him too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I got to say, I do agree with Miss Ingrid. You know, Isaac and Malachi, both of them were pretty evil. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's like are. choosing the lesser of two evils, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But Malachi, he knew what he was doing. And, and he knew, you know, uh, uh, you know, just by killing the old man and because he knew that Isaac didn't want to kill the old man and then yep. he um uh wanted to kill uh um Joby and Sarah but Isaac said no 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 no, no. And, no, no. And, and so Malachi he his the wheels are spinning in his head you know like I can do this better than you I if I if I was leader I would do this or I would do that right. you know? and, and you oh, have no, those no. people you know, you have those people in your camp. It, Jesus had had that those people in his camp. Look at Ju- look at Judas. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Jesus was the prime. I, you know, prime. you. I mean, you have those people in your camp that that is going to go against you because they want to take your place. What, what does that song say? Uh, the backstabbers. Uh, yeah, gonna yeah. take your place. Yeah, yep. they smile in your face and all the yep. time when they take your place. Oh, take your place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Be like, yeah, smiling, smiling. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So my number three question is, what was your favorite scene? Uh, Mark, we'll go to you again uh, for this one. What was your favorite scene? I'd have to say Isaac's death. Oh. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 with, and with the 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 music too. I mean, it just fit. You know, yeah, I will yeah. say he's he, he's a dang good crier. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> watching him screaming. I was like, "How's it feel, you little? You know what? It totally does it." You to know? get the tables turned back yeah. on you. <laughs> and and Miss Ingrid, what was your favorite scene? Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I I'm gonna go with at the beginning of the movie when they um when they hit that poor little boy and. That Linda, Linda Hamilton's boyfriend, uh-huh. the doctor, you know, he was really concerned. But it seemed like he knew something was off. Oh, he did. He knew something wasn't right. I mean, oh, yeah. he, he, when he got that tire iron with that blanket, when they hit the boy and, you know, he was going to cover the boy up. And he also went to investigate to see what was going on. He found a suitcase, you know, yeah. where the, you know where the little boy was trying to run and escape. Oh, he almost made it. Yeah, he did. He yeah. almost made it, and then he got hit. You know, well, after Malachi, of course, sliced him up. Well, well see, Bird also makes a, a a reference a few minutes later about how his throat was cut deliberately so you know when he being yeah. a doctor when he turned the body over 
He right, saw that. He saw that, which, which actually led it. to him getting the tire iron and everything else because right. he saw his foot was cut and his car didn't do that. He was like, you know, he was already dead before I even hit him. Yep. You know, so he's gonna die regardless. Right. He was gonna die anyway, so he was gonna bleed out. You know, and it was like, you know, I was like, oh my lord, you know. And then he was like, being that he was a doctor, you know, of course they have that 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 instant instinct. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know. And he knew that he couldn't do anything for him anyway, regardless, even after he hit him, so. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to take one little break. uh, And when we come back, I will give you my um, uh, favorite scene. We'll be right back, guys. Do you guys love horror toys? Are you a horror collector? Well, there's a store in Allen, Texas named Elm Street Toys that sells all things horror. You can buy action figures, Chucky dolls, board games, and even air freshener. Elm Street Toys is ridiculously inexpensive. You guys can get a Mezco 172 Collective Halloween 2 Michael Myers for $89.99 off of their website. Their website is www.elmstreettoys.com. If you guys can't make it into, into the store, you guys can definitely go on their website and shop until you drop. Again, the name is Elm Street Toys. The location is Allen, Texas. And if you guys cannot get to the store, the website is www.elmstreettoys.com. Enjoy your horror toys. All right, guys, and we are back. And okay, I got to give you guys my favorite uh, scene, which is I love the scene where Joby and Sarah are playing Monopoly, and Joby like coughs, like, <laughs> and tries to make it seem like he went to uh, uh, to get two hundred dollars. And Sarah was like, uh uh-uh, uh, Joby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that scene. I love the innocence of it, you know. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> now, I am is. not big on Monopoly, okay? Me and Brian, we both agree that Monopoly is the devil, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Monopoly, oh, yeah. you cannot listen. Monopoly, you cannot tell me that people play that game correctly. I, I, no. I, I, it, yeah. <laughs> without cheating. I don't know. I don't like. I, I mean, I used to love it as a kid, but now it's like. No, Monopoly is the devil. Right? I tell you what. <laughs> Listen, I know people that can that will go off 
on Monopoly, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never will forget my best friend's her neighbor saw me that, that her husband and her daughter, they stopped playing Monopoly with her because she went, because she was winning. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking over everything, huh? <laughs> uh, Monopoly is the devil, I tell you. But yeah, but that, no, that was my favorite uh, scene of the movie. I just thought that it was, you know, it was innocent. You know, they were playing and having a good time, even though they knew that it was forbidden. You know, I do wonder, yeah. and, and we're going to get into this uh, later, but I, I do wonder why cults such as that have all these rules against having fun. Jesus was not against having fun. And, 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 and guys, listeners, if you're atheists on my, uh, that, that are listening to this episode, Jesus was not boring, okay? No, Us as Christians right. can have fun. We do have lives. Yeah. Right, we do. I mean, God, God gave us the the emotion, the emotions that we have, and one of those emotions yeah. is, you know, being happy, wanting to have fun, and all that. You know, so I mean, it's not like we have it on our own. God actually gave it to us. Yeah, we can utilize it. I mean, we. Yeah. Can, I mean, we can have fun. I mean, yeah, there's certain things that we can't do, like um, uh, fornicate. You know. Um, yeah. You shouldn't um, do drugs or or do alcohol. Um, you, right. you know we should, but these are things that are in place for a reason. They are. I mean, when when you fornicate, when we fornicate, right? We're actually right. giving ourselves over to another person. You know, right? And God. Uh, you know, the only person that we should, and, and God, I am not saying that I am a saint. I am not. I, I mean, here, I, I'm a, 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 listen, listen, I, you know, I, I am a mother out of wedlock. I am, you know, I, 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 I have to be truthful about that. But, however, I do know that there are principles. There are Christian principles. Uh, and I'm sorry to be getting off of the subject. We are talking about children of the corn. I'm just saying, you know, I just want the atheists that are listening um, to know that that we as Christians, we do have fun. We have fun. I mean, yeah, we do. listen, I, me and this Ingrid just had a ball over this past weekend at the Texas Premier Weekend. Yeah, you know, watching movie, watching horror movies is kind of frowned upon by some, you know, Christians, you know. But yeah. as you can see from every from every podcast that I have, there is a message in all of these movies and even this one. And we're going to get into that later. But yeah, <laughs> so you know, I that's just something that I had to get get off my chest, I guess, and uh, it, to let you guys know that yeah, you could tell that when a cult is a cult because they have rules that Jesus never even put in place. That's how you can tell that it's a cult. Right, right. 
So that's true. Yes. And uh, what was your least favorite scene, Miss Ingrid? I'll go to you this time. What is your least favorite scene? Um, you know, hmm. I, you know, I really can't say that I have a real. The, well, the only one about the the the, the dude that was always leading everybody to Galen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just never anything that he anything that he played in, I just didn't like it. You know, I, I just didn't feel because you know he was one of the ones that the children gave. You know, I guess they have to have some adult. You know, why can they choose somebody different than him? Yep. I, I didn't get that. Or that. You know, there could have been other ones that they could have told. Why did they choose this piece of crap? You know, so I don't, I don't know. It just seemed like with anything that had him in it, it well, just made me crazy. Well, you know, they, they chose him because they knew that he would lead the people astray. That's exactly yeah. why they chose him. Yeah, so you know, basically, with him being that way, and like I said, it just made me cringe with with anything that he did. You know, yeah, I, I'd be like, you know, ew, you know, really, you know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my input on that. I didn't like that. Yeah, and. Mark, what about you? What's your least favorite scene? I would probably have to uh, go with the church scene when Bert first meets uh, Amos and Rachel. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and the, the, the sacrilege that was going on inside that church. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. Yeah, the, they, they, they took over, you know, the God, uh, the house of God. Right. And turned it into their own worship for their demonic corn god oh, yeah yeah that's yeah. right You're right and and not and not to men, and not to mention the uh, the close-up of amos cutting himself that, that still makes gives me the oh, oh yeah and I'm, sure that, I'm sure that gives <laughs> yeah. everybody the heebie-jeebies mm-hmm. yeah and he does it slow the camera zooms in on it and he's just doing it all slow and i'm like ow you know i, I, I can feel it i'm having that those sympathy pains for him yeah you know yeah, I forgot all about that one. And I don't like uh, Rachel's face, so I'm glad she's only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she got that wild look in her eye. Yes, she did, didn't she? <laughs> well, my least favorite um, scene happens to be the, and I'm usually the girl who loves the um, the first first scene where where you know we know that it's going to be a horror movie. We know that you know just this one scene can make or break a horror movie, which right. is the beginning. But but I have to say I I because it, I mean come on it was kids murdering their parents or their their grandparents or any adult in the in, that was in Gatlin you know 
I didn't really, I, I mean, that just hurt my heart, you know, kids mm -hmm. killing their loved ones, you know, and then they had not a care in the world. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I have to say, say that this time, the beginning scene, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like, oh okay i wasn't happy either with i wasn't that. like i wasn't like oh good you know this is gonna be a horror movie this is good yeah yeah and this is yeah. you know it i was more like oh my gosh they're actually killing their the adults you're you know, right your parents you're right i did yeah, cringe at that you know yeah right. i mean and i know that it had to happen to push the movie along you know that was the premise you know yeah. that the kids are now running the show because they did kill you know they killed who they, they had to kill them. but they poisoned them yeah they poisoned them they stabbed them i mean come on somebody um somebody and... hacked up joby's father right oh, in front yeah. of them uh, meat cleaver. yes yeah and but, so but, 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 you if, know, if you watch the remake they didn't have the killing scene in there you know i think the movie would have been just fine without it if they went would have gone you know another way you know hinting around what happened we would have caught on right oh yeah you know most right. definitely we would have <laughs> you know Maybe i, I have think they could have different that picture. i mean don't get me wrong like i said i know that it had to happen and and you know I, uh, hey you know and they did a really good job with it you know oh, yeah. they did i yeah. mean that, the acting was superb <laughs> You know, uh, so I, you know, it, it was good that way, but I, it was all because it was so good that way, it was hard to watch. Maybe, maybe like when it's little Sarah, but I, I mean, her. I do like that. I like yeah. that it was hard to watch because that just means that they did their jobs. That means but, that right. they acted but really see, good. The thing is, is that uh, when, when uh, after that happens, you know, the opening credits start rolling and uh, over Sarah's drawings and everything. Yeah, that's all of that oh. was Sarah's drawings. Oh. Yeah, all of that was taking place at the same time. You know, it was. Uh, it was only if you if you look, there's only a few a uh, small fraction of the kids in the diner. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we just happened to see the diner scene, but all those kids spread out across town and they all started killing at the same time. Now I'm saying mm -hmm. yeah. we didn't have to see the rest of it. You know, right. one of it, but yeah, it was a mm -hmm. whole town getting killed at the same time. I mean, watching little little Sarah have that fever, mm -hmm. you know, that fever had a lot to do with them killing, with that that killing going on, because she was like drawn, even while she had on the side of her, she was drawing the things of every all the adults getting killed. Yep. You know, so if they kind of kept, kept hitting on those drawings, you know, and seeing that Isaac was shaking his head at the beginning saying, let's begin, yep. because that's basically what it was, let's begin. And they could have kind of like blinked out, you know, show you what their intent was, and then went back to what Sarah was drawn with that fever. So you yep. could really tell what was going on without having to see the scene itself. Yeah. You know? I agree. So. I completely agree. Yeah. 
you know. So I have to change my answer, Latrice. That beginning was bad. It was. It was. Although, like I said, I know that it had to happen, you know, to move the story along. I just got, you know, it was hard for me to watch. Right. Uh, uh, okay, so why do you think Isaac wanted to keep Sarah and Joby alive, but Malachi wanted to kill them? They, I kind of think they, that it was um uh that it was talked well, about in the movie. It. Yeah, they did. I, I, uh, uh, Mark, we'll um come to you first. Yeah, they um uh, if you, if you remember the scene of uh you know after Malachi takes Job and Sarah to Isaac for playing Monopoly, uh -huh. you know right. you hear Joseph, not Joseph, uh, Joby's, mm -hmm. you know, narrating, you know. How, uh, you know, what was the line? Uh, it said, Malachi took us right to Isaac. I guess he talked a little squirt into punishing us for being unbelievers. Oh, yes, yes. But, right. but, uh, so then we've been forgiven because, you know, we weren't in the corner when he who rocks himself, he who walked behind the rose made himself known. Oh, yeah. Right. See, Sarah's at home with, uh, with fever. Joey was in church and eventually went over to, you know, the diner. But uh, they were forgiven for not being in the corn on that day. And I think a lot of it had to do with Sarah, and she can't help it. Her visions tell them when somebody's going to be passing through town. You know, oh, so yeah, they have to, yeah, they have to keep right. her around. Otherwise, their little secret may be exposed to the world. Right. You know, they need her drawings. As far as Joby, why they kept Joby, uh, maybe they're there might have been some sort of something with Sarah's gift and him. Maybe if you took him out of the equation, she wouldn't have it anymore. Or maybe she wouldn't do it anymore. Right. You killed my brother. What, what do I owe you now? Right. You know, I, right. Right. So that's my take on it. Yes. And that all makes sense, too, Mark. It does. Uh, and Miss Ingrid, I know you said that you had um, something to say about that, too. With the way that they were dressed, number one, caught my eye. The mom and pop type thing. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's like a new beginning of some sort coming. You know, you know, monopolizing into um, a new way of being the children of the corn, maybe. You know, I don't know. I mean, to me, it just seemed like it was. It has something to do with the way that they were dressed and the game that they were playing. You know, and being that that Sarah had those visions. You know, it was like they couldn't do without her. And some reason, I don't. You know, maybe that's kind of like I don't know. It was like she had more like some kind of attachment to it. And they needed Joby as part of that, you know, since he was explaining everything, you know. So, you know, I really, I really think that there was some kind of uh, attachment to it, like they were to, to carry it, to carry it on, maybe. Well, say the you know, 
I also think a lot of it has to do with, uh, for some reason, he who walks behind the rose told, told Isaac no. You know, Malachi right. didn't like that. See, it probably didn't even come from them. Because, you know, when uh, Malachi is wanting to punish them for, you know, playing the games, you know, Isaac turns around and, you know, question me, not Malachi. I act according, I act according to his word. According to his word, yeah. <laughs> you know, so for whatever reason, I think that was probably why. Uh, that he walks behind the rose, worked through Isaac, told Isaac, no, you're not going to kill these kids. Right. Tell the group. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm sitting up here thinking. I got my wheels. My wheels are turning now. I'm thinking that um, Joby and Sarah were anointed by the one true God. That's what I think. Because you know why? Because because Joby was at church. He didn't go. Joby's yes, father did not like Isaac, so he said, "Son, you're going to come to church with me." And so right. Sarah would have been in church had she not been sick that day. And so right. and I think that, um, you know, the mother, you know, the mother was taking good care of Sarah. The father was taking good care of Joby. And so, and, and they were unbelievers. They didn't believe that I, Isaac was, you know, and I don't think that they, uh, well, they probably did believe in he who walks behind the rose, but they did not serve. He who who walks behind the rose, they serve right. somebody else, and I think that he who walks behind the rose knew that. They, mm-hmm. you know, there is a scripture in the Bible: uh, "Touch not my anointed, and do right. my prophets no harm." Yep. I forget. Right. I, I forget what's good. If, if one of you guys can look that scripture up for me, I'll try is to. It, um... I, I think it's in Psalms, if I'm not mistaken. Is it Psalms? Where's my glass? Uh, Tense not my anointed. I don't have my other phone because I could look it up quicker. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I have my phone. Um, Tense not my anointed. It is Psalm 105.15. Psalms 105. 15. Yep. Um, uh, do not touch my anointed and do my prophets no harm. And that's what it says. And and I really believe that he, he who walks behind the rolls was telling Isaac not to touch them because yeah, I, of that. I, I, I just happened to think about something too, like just now. Uh, scripture also says you know tell me tell me who i'm who i'm talking about uh that god gave satan permission to wipe out the family the Joe. the name fits don't it yep yeah so could that be um, a parallel um, scripture because joe yeah everyone got slaughtered but you're not to touch him yeah right yep and and then you know the the kid's name is Joe B. So Joe yeah, Joe B. Yeah, hey, that could that yeah. could work. That could work. That's that's good. That's good. That is truly good right there. Touching my my anointed. 
Yep, and do my prophets no harm. Psalms 105 and 15. Yeah, do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. Mm -hmm. Moreover, he called for the family. Okay, never mind on that one. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, that 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 yeah, that's that particular one. scripture it really can go with. Yeah. 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 Okay, now switching gears for just one minute because we are going to come back to that. But for but we're uh, let's switch gears for just one minute. Uh, do you okay. guys think any of the kill scenes in this movie were creative, or do you think that the kills were blocked? What do you guys think? Miss Ingrid, what do you think? Do you think the kills were creative or do you think they were kind of black in comparison to other horror, horror movies of that day? I think they were kind of black. Um, I mean, well, no, let me take that back because of the fact that dude uh, was slicing. No, he didn't kill himself. No, I think they were kind of black because... Um, it was it's something that didn't really make me jump back and say, oh, really? Oh, you know, let me hide my face, you know, or, or cringe. You know, I didn't really do a lot of cringing in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And Mark, how about you? What's your opinion? Yeah, I, I think they're kind of, you know, blocked too. And, and, and the only reason is, is that the the two main what I would consider the the awesome kills they didn't even show <laughs> right yeah. we, 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 we didn't see Malachi go after Joseph we just saw the blood dripping on the suitcase yeah, right. um, yeah. Same, goes, same goes for the old man we don't even know what happened to him we just see his arm <laughs> you know uh, there's been a lot of uh, work with there that they just chose not to include it in the movie. Right, yeah, yeah. They, even um, as it pertains to Job's father, you know, uh, when yeah. Job saw his father getting killed, but we didn't see it. We didn't, it, it was kind of off screen. Or, or, or the hand going into the to the meat slicer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Woo, although, although I, I got to say, I'm so glad that we did not see that one. I was yeah. waiting for it too. I was like, well, okay, yeah, you're getting ready to see something good. And it was like, you know what they did show in detail? The old, the old people get uh, drinking poison coffee. Yeah. <laughs> that's, about, that's about the only thing they showed in detail. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Slump over the table. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, to, I, I don't want to see that. Man, show me something good. You know, right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to jump out of my chair and say, oh, you know, right, like, like, oh, the TV shoot, why did minute. you show that? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, all right. Okay. So, uh, all right. We're going to take one last little break, guys. And when we come back, we'll get back to the deep discussion. Okay. Okay. We will be right back after this, folks.
All right, guys, we are back with one last question, which is the deep question, oh, probably even deeper than the other question that we had, uh, the you know, a few minutes ago. But um, how does children of the corn pertain to the Bible? And uh, I, I'll go first um, for this one, uh, guys. Now, I found quite a few scriptures that could pertain to this movie i mean and i did not write down psalms 105 to 15 that actually just came to me but <laughs> but um i did find scriptures that does kind of pertain to this movie especially as it pertains to false doctrine which is what children of the corn is it's a false doctrine and um and the one scripture that i feel goes along the most uh with this movie is second peter 2 and 1 which says but false prophets arose among the people just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in disruptive hearsay hearsay or hearsay even denying the master who brought them uh, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And I also think that this scripture could apply um, to this movie and, and other cult movies as well. And uh, uh, um, the other um, scripture is 1 John 4 and 1. It says, beloved or beloved, do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. See, Isaac and Malachi did not worship the one true God. They served mm -hmm. his enemy, Satan. An entity, yeah. They, they served his enemy, Satan, the devil himself. Mm-hmm. Um, God is not going to tell you to kill your parents or tell nope. you to, you know, to uh, get uh, or tell you tell you that that you have to kill yourself at a certain age. You know, that's not God. God is the God of life. He wants us to to live to bring glory to His name. Uh, you you could tell if a preacher or a minister or anyone for that matter is not of God. Here's just a few characteristics to look for. Um, men will be lovers of self, revilers, which is someone who speaks abusively or contemptu or contemptuously to of or of another person disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, without self-control, and haters of good. That's how you can tell if somebody is got is is ungodly. Right. So right. and that's all I have for that one. Uh do you guys have any opinions on how it could pertain to the Bible? Uh Miss Ingrid, I'll go to you. Um do you have an opinion on this man? Um, I'm, I'm kind of looking at, because I read the Bible 
I'm really starting to get more so into it. You know, I've kind of. Oh, yeah. I, I have to, you know, I have to say, I, I have to confess, I, I don't really read the word as much as I should. Right. And so for me, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking John chapter 10. Uh, but most assuredly, I say to you, he do he does. He who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking that people that don't enter the way through the proper door, such as, um, like you said, they were, they were worshiping the entity of the devil. Um, if you're not coming in proper in the right way, um, you're, you're not, you're a thief. I mean, you're, you're taking, you're taking innocence and using it in another way. That's not the way it's supposed to be used. You know, so like what I said with Isaac, you know, he's taking the innocence of the children and putting them in the wrong direction. Right. You know, and 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 making them worship something that's so. I mean, making them make these false things like the like the cross out of corn. I mean, the cross out of corn. What does that have to do with anything that God has given for His all? You know, for His only Son, who, of course, died for our sins and everything. So basically, you're taken away from that. You're you're putting them in a direction that is totally wrong. I mean, like right, you said, that is totally wrong. Yeah, and um, to kill the parents just so you can become control, you know, of everything. It's it's not it's not savory. It's not of God. Know? Yeah, definitely, yeah. it's not. And, and, you know, that's how I feel, you know, you're, you know, just like when Moses took his people out of Egypt and they turned around and again, you know, I said this, I think one of the, um, before, you know, uh, worshiping false gods. So you're worshiping something that's not pertaining to God's word, his, the, what he's saying, right. you know. So, I mean, I don't know, taking the innocence and everything like that, you know, and putting it into another way that's not not right, you know, that to me, you know, says volumes. Yeah. You know. You know, brainwashing the kids. Right. You know, making them do something that's just totally, that's not going according to God's plan. Right. You know, it's not going according to the way that it's supposed to be, you know, if, if I don't know, if, you, if to see him worship the, the devil instead of God itself is just totally wrong, you know. Yes. Just, just compounding evil, in other words, compounding evil, making kids do other things that's not right. Yes, yes. So, I mean, that's I my, agree. you know, my take on it. So. I agree. 
And Mark, uh, what is your opinion on, on if um uh, or ha- how does um children of the corn pertain to the Bible? The uh, one scripture that you know I, I can't remember it word for word or where it's at, but uh, you know Jesus said, "Beware of those who uh, say they are Israel and are not." Oh yeah, right. You know. Um, which is something I feel like Isaac kind of did. And, you know, and it, I honestly don't think that even the parents were raising the kids right. Because, you know, uh, uh, mom is Job, the only kid in church. Why were they right. so easily manipulated to do something like this, you know? And oh, that is a good question. You know, and, That's and a when. Question. And when. Um, uh, you know, Jesus warns about, you know, the uh, wolf in sheep's clothing, you know, mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, there'd be a lot of people claiming to uh, uh, be following in his, his name and they're actually not. Right. You right. Know? And, and, and so th- that's a lot of ways, you know, a lot of these points that in scripture that are actually ignored are actually the very foundation of any cult. They all right. have that one thing in common, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you, you can see the, the, the parallel with uh, God and Lucifer with Isaac and Malachi. The, the, you know, Lucifer was cast out of heaven because he wanted to be like God. He wanted to to sit on the throne of God. He wanted to exalt himself above God. Right. Which is actually something that Malachi would try to do with Isaac. You know, I don't want to listen to you anymore. I want to be you. Right. I'm going to get you out of here. You know, and it all ends the same way. And, and, you know, it's, it's things like that, you know, Satan is, uh, since the dawn of time, since Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. he's always told the same lie over and over again. He yes. tweaks it, but it's always the same lie over and over again. That actually leads to things like this. Right. You know, and, and, and I, I know it's just a movie, but those who are, but stuff like this actually happens. Maybe not to this degree, you know, wiping out of town, but these are the way cults are. Oh yeah, are, the, the, know, that's it, how it, they're it, made. I yeah. I um I watch the ID channel like all the time, and they had some um uh uh oh my goodness um evil lives here. That's when uh there there were um uh some cult members who you know who grew up in the cult. Heck, uh, I want to say Rose McGowan. Uh, was in a cult when she was younger. Um, the girl, the one, the girl that plays um, Tatum on screen. Um, uh, uh, River Phoenix and his brother Joe Queen. Uh, uh, how, how do you say his name? Joe Quinn Phoenix. Queen. Yeah, uh, they uh, were in a cult when they were younger. You know, so and it happens. It happens so. It ha- happens way more than we think it does, and, and that and you're right, Mark. That's how it ha- That's how it starts. The whole foundation 
is wanting to control. Yeah, right. And so you watch at the end, you know, how this actually works out when uh, uh, any religion without love and compassion is false. You know? Yes. What kind of what kind of God tells the children to kill their parents? Exactly. And and, and, right. and, and, and you see once again during just that one little speech, how the kids snapped out of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was like they woke up with that. You know, and I, and I really think, and this is my little put on it, uh, that the real victim or real villains, I mean, in the movie are actually the parents. Yeah, they're, not taking, they're not taking care of their kids. They're not caring about who their kids are going off with. They're not really caring. They're not even making them go to church. Right. And Toby's father, Joby's father was the only one that the said, no, Joby, yeah, that kid is bad yep. news. You're coming to church with me. And, and, see, yeah. and I, I, I think you're right. You know, you brought up a very good point about how God probably marked Job and Sarah. Where they couldn't touch him. Yep. Right. Because he's the only one that ended up going to church. Sarah couldn't help it, you know, that she was sick. But, you know, if she right. wasn't, she would have been there. Uh, while everybody else went off to Isaac. And, and, and they even make a, a mention about how Joby's dad didn't like Isaac, which means this there's already something off this kid, even before that day. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. that there's a lot, there, there, there's something going on that even Job's dad saw. Which is why he kept yeah. Job out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. He didn't want him to I, be I really think that whole fam that whole family would probably was chosen by God. But remember yeah. remember, God does allow things to happen for oh, yeah. a reason. It's gonna See, happen. Satan, He's gonna let you go through Satan can't do anything without God approving it first. That's right. right. Just, That's right. right. Can't move. And and we learned that at you know, again in the book of Job. You know, we don't know the reasons why God allows certain things to happen. That, that's his business. Right. But, but you know. He is uh, a sovereign God. But he will protect his own. That's right. Yeah. I think it's what he did there. So that's, you know, with Job and Sarah. So that's pretty much my my take on it as far as, you know, comparing it to Scripture. Yes. It, it's actually true. It's actually true. Go against God's warnings. You're going to find yourself up in a mess like this. Oh, That's yeah. Right. That is right. You know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, every now and again, uh, every now and again, I always have Christopher say, um, I tell him to say, shine, Lord, because that, that was uh, what, uh, that's a saying of um, our old church, uh, the Pirates House North. Uh, uh, they whenever they uh in the service, they always say shine, Lord, and and the whole congregation says it too. And so, I, I, I'll have um Christopher say it, and he'll be like, shine, Lord, he'll he'll raise up his little hand and say, shine, Lord, and then I always say, <laughs> and then I say, now say, we praise Jesus, and he'll say it, he say, uh, we praise Jesus. And, and when we were going, I kid you not, Miss Ingrid, when we were going to Texas Farmer Weekend, we right. were uh, actually about to go into the parking lot. And I said, I said, Christopher, Christopher say, shine, Lord. 
And he said, shine, Lord. And I said, shine. Say, shine, Lord. He said, shine, shine, Lord. And then without me even telling him to, he says, we praise Jesus. Oh, he is so sweet. Yeah, I so, love Christopher. <laughs> so you train up a child in the way that they should go, and they will not depart from it. And July. that is in Proverbs. That's in Proverbs. And that's exactly what mm -hmm. those parents did. That's right. And God, I guess, gave them what they deserved. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of harsh to say. <laughs> you know, <laughs> their children at that. Let this be a warning. Exactly. Ooh. Exactly. And he does this give us warnings. He does. Yep. Yep. Well, guys, I don't have any more questions, but I do have five fun facts that I want to share. Uh, here. Okay, so my first fun fact is, um, though real corn was used for most of filming, um, polyurethane, oh my goodness, I, I, I know I'm gonna, I'm messing up this word, I know that I am. Polyurethane. Okay. Polyurethane? Yes, yes. However you say that dang word. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, that corn had to be used for the more difficult action sequences. Right. Uh, my fun fact number two is although supposedly Isaac is a teenager, after John Franklin was 24 years old at the time of, of filming. Now, I, I think I think John Franklin may have had that um, dwarfism or something because yeah, he, he looks... He has a dwarf. He actually just came off from uh, doing, uh, I think, an episode on Star Trek, which is why he has the haircut that he does. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. Now, this fun fact was pretty funny, and I had to write it down. Uh, Courtney Gaines, who was Malachi, won the role of Malachi by using a prop knife to hold a costume assistant hostage at the audition. He claims that one of the great honors of his career is having hundreds of, is having hundreds of people, even his son's friends, recognize him as Malachi and confess that they found him terrifying. Some having admitted his performance gave them nightmares. Apparently, even his own parents were greatly unnerved by him in this film. Well, by God, I would have been wow. too. <laughs> I mean, Malachi was evil, okay? I Good think that he was Listen, I think that he was more evil than Isaac. So, oh yeah. yeah. And, and speaking yeah, of Isaac, so. speaking of Isaac, my fun fact number four is John Franklin claimed in an interview that years after the film's release, he was with some friends at a restaurant, and a woman sitting at the next table recognized him as Isaac, the, the demonic child preacher. She literally screamed and ran out of the building before coming back in and demand, demanding to have her group move to another table. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, my goodness. Move him to another table. I don't want to see him. Yep. I don't like, want to see move, him at all. Listen, I want to be 
far away from this kid as I possibly can. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, my fun fact number five is on the dashboard of Bert and Vicky's car is a copy of Night Shift, the Stephen King short story collection in which Children of the Corn originally appeared. That's now that's oh. by far interesting. Yes, and I, I do have Night Shift. I, um, I, I do love Night Shift. Um, oh yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I gotta say, I've gotta say, Skeleton Crew is actually my favorite book of short stories. I, 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 yeah. I, I gotta say, Skeleton Crew is awesome. I, I, that I one had me Skeleton rippling Crew. on the edge of my seat when I read that one. Yeah, uh, it had, it just has so many cool stories in it. The mist, mm -hmm. the mist is in there. The mist, uh, yeah. Uh, I want to say the wrath. Is in Skeleton Crew, uh, uh -huh. and the jaunt, uh, which I, I wish they would make the jaunt. The jaunt is actually very too. scary, uh, but yeah, uh, oh, the monkey, uh, the I, monkey I, that clapped the, the symbols, monkey, yeah, yep, monkey the, the, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I, I can't remember what the I think it's called the monkey or is it the monkey yeah. paw or something yeah. like that. But yeah, they make they need to make a movie out of that too because that would I think if done correctly that would be very scary. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um. And now we move on to the cast and crew that has passed on. Uh, there were only one, two, three, four. There is only four, really, that passed on from this movie. Um, R.G. Armstrong, who plays the old man, Deal. Yeah. Uh, he died on July 27, 2012, due to natural causes, and he was 95 years old. Uh, Elmer Soderstrom, he plays... Um, one of Fancy's customers. He died on September 28, 2007, and he was 84 years old, but no cause was given. Okay. Uh, Earl A. Glick, he was the executive producer. He died on April 17, 2017, exactly one month before his 96th birthday. He would have been 96 May 17th. Um, and a cause of death was not given for him either. Uh, Linda Francis, she did the casting. She, I guess she cast it, you know, the movie. Uh, the she, movie yeah. yeah, she passed away on May 10th, 2002 due to congestive heart failure. And she was oh, by goodness. far the youngest. She was only 50 years old. Wow. And now I'll go, I'll move on to the grouper's reaction, which is, uh, which has become one of my favorite things to do. I love, um, I love asking my groupers, you know, questions and having them talk back to me. Uh, let me see. I asked, um, I asked the group. The horror movie warriors group from my listeners. Um, <clears throat> I asked them, uh, have they seen the 1984 horror movie Children of the Corn? 
and did it scare them at all? And which scene scared them the most? And did they have a favorite or a least favorite character? And I asked them, will they be watching the remake when it comes out? Or if it's already out? I think it's already out, but I'm not sure. Uh, okay, so I am going to read off three. Three. I have like a whole, I have 15 comments, but I'm only going to choose three. Yeah, yeah. I'm only going to choose three, though. Uh, Pat Adelts uh, Pat says, I really like the original Children of the Corn. I've watched it several times. I don't really have a favorite character, and no, it didn't scare me. <laughs> um, uh, Sydney Jackson says, I, for one, do like the classic remakes that have been coming out. What they may lack in comedy and neat practical effects, they generally make up for with added gore and more modern terrors. I'm excited for the for an update to this one. And then my last one, uh, the last one is Beth Terpont Harris. She says, this one still terrifies me as I live in the country. She says, I'm either watching for weird children or those creatures from signs. <laughs> oh, that was funny. All right, guys. Well, I don't have any more questions and no more fun facts and uh, no more uh, people that have passed on. Passed, have passed on. I can't talk now. i <laughs> I guess I've been talking too long, uh, but but no, I, and no more group of reactions. So we have come to the end of my podcast. Uh, Mark, I, I do want to add one more fact. If, oh, sure. Uh, that's okay. Uh, yes. Linda Hamilton kneels down on beside Joseph. When he jumps up, that went in the script. Her scream was real. Oh, I think I did read that. I think yeah. I did read that. Yes. Uh, 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 I would have screamed too. <laughs> yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> Here, I'm thinking that you're supposed to be a dummy and you're real. I'm like, oh. And you're real. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that would scare the heck that, out of me. Yeah, that is a jump scare. All right. Well, guys, uh, Mark and Miss Ingrid, I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for not only for doing the podcast right now, but for being a part of my group and being admins and for as long as you guys have been. You, they have been with me four years, and uh, yeah, you guys are just um, phenomenal. And I know, Mark, I know that you've been going through some things. And I am praying for you, my my love. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, uh, life just gets in the way, you know, and you know, and I understand that. And uh, just to let you guys know, you guys are not going anywhere. You guys are gonna st stay with me until. So. Oh, that makes Thank me happy. you. I had to hear that. Yes. Oh. Yes. And and you're my sister, and Mark is my brother, and I love y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Now next <laughs> week, 
guys next week i am going a little bit modern uh, uh next next week i will be discussing prom night not the 1980 prom night i've already discussed that one but i will be discussing the 2008 remake of prom night and i only have one guest on that one guys i cannot get anybody to you know to want to discuss it so um richard said that he would discuss it so i'm going to discuss it with richard moylan and he's the only one yeah i i do love richard richard is such a joy to discuss movies with i i I love richard moylan um and i cannot wait to see what his opinion is going to be of this movie i'm not sure if he's already seen it or not or he'll probably he'll pr- probably have to go ahead and either rent the movie or buy the movie i actually already have it so i'm gonna put it yeah. on tomorrow or sunday and you know refresh myself on it of course so but yeah. well until next week guys this has been latrice carter mark lee and miss ingrid hubert and we will see you guys later but bye guys bye, bye. everybody <laughs>